Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for the bigger picture. Got a question for you, Ryan. Which do you think is worse? Million dollar HDB flats or record high COEs? <laughs> That's a tough question. If I had to buy a car, I would imagine a COE. Yeah, not the flat. Or, or if you have already bought a flat, it wouldn't matter to you. Well, if I think about it, property tends to hold its value more. Ah. So I would be able to sell it possibly at a higher price, the likelihood of it at least. Interesting uh, car, perspective. No, yeah. depreciates. Yeah. So I would lean towards property. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, that was a major point that was debated in Parliament this week. Cost the whole of idea of yeah, cost of living. It's, uh, it was even called the cost of living crisis. Mm. So it depends on how you look at it. And of course, questions are now being raised over how businesses can cope as well as what consumers and corporate spending might be like in the coming months will we see that way on the earnings season around the corner and what will be the prospects for the Straits Times Index in the second half of this year let's check in with Shikha Jaswal he is the Head of Equity Research for RHB Singapore morning Shikha how are you doing today? morning Ryan I'm doing well recovering from COVID so far so good alright that seems to be um, an ongoing trend these days lots of friends catching COVID but the good news is you are recovering and I think it's going to be interesting to see how the second half plays out for many of us we are seeing the easing of restrictions and borders opening up and things normalising to some extent. But let's take a look at the first half for Singapore markets first. If I look at the STI, it pretty much is where it started. But in some sense, it is resilient. At least it's not negative like some other markets. How would you describe the performance for STI in the first half? Well, we had a great start to the year. First quarter, there was a lot of tailwinds on the banking sector, uh, which obviously got completely wiped out in the second quarter. For the first half, we had a total return of about 1.4%. And you're right, we were the most defensive developed economy benchmark for the first six months. Uh, you compare it with the uh, FTSE All World Index or FTSE Developed Index, which are both down close to about 17 to 18%. Now, we need to keep things in perspective here. The reason why we were more resilient and more defensive is simply because, you know, economic conditions in Singapore have remained resilient despite all the rising external macroeconomic risk. You look at the high-frequency data points like the industrial production, trade, retail sales, they all continue to support growth. And the latest numbers on unemployment, I mean, you see our employment numbers are surging. Unemployment numbers are down and we could be heading towards the pre-pandemic levels. There was a lot of interest from investors into the market. So barring banking sector, which was a drag in the second quarter, there was a lot of interest in industrials, utilities, real estate, telecom, you name it. I mean, you look at the institutional inflows, uh, Singtel, ST Engineering, Semcorp Industries, Capital, they all attracted record high institutional inflows. And we think this will continue. Uh, you look into the second half of the year, mm. even that Singapore represents relatively low risk in terms of outlook versus the other regional economies, I think STI should continue to outperform. Yeah, Shekhan, talking about STI, it's now trading <laughs> around 3,129. I'm looking at your earlier forecast for the STI end target, 3,440. Now I've got, you no, know, in the past six months, more talk about a potential recession, a potential hard landing and so on. Lots of things to worry about. Are you moving your targets? Uh, are we still looking at 3,440? Well, we are re- reviewing that number. We have seen earnings growth as estimates for STI trending downwards in the last 
month or two. And we think that will impact the STI numbers that you're talking about. Uh, so it's under revision, but yeah, that's the last published number so far. And we do think even on a relative basis, we still should see at least some positive return for STI on the YTD base. Yeah, talking about the earnings season around the corner, what do you expect? Because we get a lot of signals and commentaries about how there are rising cost pressures and it's tough to pass on the bulk of these cost pressures to consumers because they themselves are being squeezed. Well, that's true. And it's going to be around for some time, but we do think inflation is peaking. You look at the macro data points in terms of commodity prices, we mm. do think we are almost at the fag end of peak inflation numbers and that should taper off as we get into the second, third quarter and the fourth quarter, especially for Singapore. And that is relevant given that we are pretty much a price taker. Mm. I mean, we, we consume all the imported electricity and, uh, sorry, gases and which is used for electricity and food consumption. So yeah, there will be an impact. Uh, we do think corporate earnings will be impacted because it, it always comes with a lag. This higher inflation, higher interest rates will impact the corporate earnings with a lag. There will be volatility in the market and consumers will have to brace for it. Okay, let's talk about the sectors that you like and you think we should be raising exposure to and also what you think we should be reducing exposure to if we look at what's coming up. What's going to be at the top of your list, uh, Shikha? Yeah, so, you know, given the underperformance that the banking sector has had in the first half uh, and the fact that valuations are now a lot more reasonable, we still expect tailwinds from higher interest rates. We believe that, you know, there's an opportunity to build some positions in the sector all over again. A sector that will definitely reduce exposure to would be plantations. Mm. We would probably be adding exposure to more defensive names in the telecom, healthcare, as well as the industrial streets for that matter. Okay, one of your pick is Comfort Delgro. How is this going to play out for the second half? And also bearing in mind that Comfort Delgro has exposure to the UK market, which is going through quite a bit of market uncertainty right now, possible recession, also question marks over who will be the next Prime Minister. What do you think of Comfort Delgro right now? Yeah, so for Comfort Delgro, you know, the biggest contribution actually comes from Singapore, where we have seen that the reopening trade has, has done pretty well. The rail ridership is starting to come back. We are seeing peak demand for taxis. I'm not sure whether you have experienced it, but I find it very difficult to get taxis on the street, yeah. even on the app. And the fact that, you know, Grab and Gojek are now listed, the focus has completely shifted away from being extremely competitive to being profitable. So mm-hmm. that's good for Comfort Delgo on the taxi side. You know, they are now running a much smaller fleet, which we think is more sustainable going forward. And, you know, if you look beyond the next two to three years, Comfort Delgo as a company is evolving into more sustainable business models. They are getting into green projects like EV charging infrastructure. They are actually greening their whole fleet of buses and taxis. So, you know, it's a very big play that's coming up for the next two to three year time period. But in the short term, we still believe there's a double-digit earnings growth possible this year and next year. Uh, and as you mentioned earlier, yes, there is a slight amount of risk on the UK side where we have seen quarter-on-quarter improvement in earnings uh, in the aggregate numbers. That could be dragged lower if UK does end up in a recession. And, you know, there is a possibility of that. I won't write it off, but, you know, with a double-digit earnings growth, we may still end up in mid-teens to low-teens earnings growth, which is still better than most of the other corporates that will report in here in Singapore. All right, Comfort, Delgro possibly riding the recovery picture in Singapore. We've been chatting with Shekhar Jaswal. He's the Head of Equity Research for RHB Singapore. Shekhar, thanks for your time and have a good weekend in advance. Thank you, Ryan. A good long weekend to you too. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.